On Friday, January 21st, I dropped my first release of 2022 called Dark to the Wolves. He threw me to the wolves and left me there to die. Now, Dark to the Wolves is actually a two-song EP and is the first release in a waterfall release cycle that I'll be doing throughout the entirety of 2022. So in this video, we're going to break down exactly how I promoted this first release and we're going to take a look at the results. Now, if you're new here, my name's Tom, and on this channel, we talk about music marketing, branding, NFTs, and more. Everything we need to know to move from making music as a hobby to making music as a business. And today, we're going to break down my release strategy and the accompanying results for my first release of the year, Dark to the Wolves. Now, before we dig into this, this video is sponsored by Fanfare. Fanfare is an NFT platform that is built exclusively for music and musicians. Fanfare allows you to upload your song as an NFT, upload a video as an NFT, and gives you opportunities to engage with your fans beyond just selling NFTs of your music. You can create fan clubs, give exclusive access to discords, and more. So if you want to get started selling your first NFTs, or if you've sold NFTs before and you just want to try a new platform that is built exclusively for artists, head over to fanfare.fm, get signed up, and tell your audience to come over and support your work and start making some money off of NFTs of your own music. So the first place we're going to start with the promotion of my release, Dark to the Wolves, is here in Spotify for Artists. This is the last 28 days of the cycle of my song, To the Wolves. I should point out that my song, To the Wolves, was already released a couple of years ago, actually, and I am now packaging all of my material together into a waterfall release cycle that will ultimately lead to the release of a full-length album. Till the Wolves was out prior to the release date of Friday, January 21st, which is right here. I ramped up to the release the starting the week before on Friday, January 14th, just a little bit to start sort of sending a little bit of traffic to the old track. But you can see I started to really get a bump when I started my release campaign, which we'll get into later in the video, uh, on Friday, January 21st. So over the last 28 days, Dark to the Wolves, which includes a song called Shade, which is an intro to the record, and the song to the Wolves, got 4,500 streams. Uh, I had about 1,500 listeners, three streams per listener, almost 700 saves, and almost 200 playlist ads. So really good data for this release as far as I'm concerned. Leading up to the release, for the time period before the actual release date, I only had about 400 streams. So since the release... Until today, basically, I have gotten about 4,100 streams for both Shade and To The Wolves, which comprise the whole release, which is Dark To The Wolves. So if we go to the music tab, we can see uh, under playlists, we can take a look at kind of how much of this has come from algorithmic playlists. Now, obviously, I probably haven't gotten on Discover Weekly yet because it's still pretty early in the release cycle. The song has only been out for a couple of weeks. And we can see Release Radar. This is the one that we're really concerned about. So we can see that Shade has actually done pretty well. Shade was not released before this. So it was a brand new song, which means all of these Release Radar uh, plays were actually from my existing followers on Spotify. And then I got only 17 from To The Wolves. So unfortunately, with this release, I've wasn't able to 
get a big release radar pump like I have in the past for some of them. And if we hop over to my spreadsheet full of all my data, I can kind of explain why that is. This is where I keep track of all of my data for my releases. If you've watched any of my videos in the past, this will probably look pretty familiar to you. I'm keeping track now of every song that I'm putting out simultaneously. And because this is a waterfall release cycle, uh, this list is going to grow with each release. So in this release, I had two songs. We have Shade here on the left. And if I scroll down a little bit, I have To the Wolves here on the left. The purple line here is the popularity score. And this is the one that I really want to pay attention to for this video. So with Shade, we started with a popularity score of zero because it was a brand new song. And over the first two weeks of the release, I got up to a popularity score of 16. Now within the first week, I got to a popularity score of 14. Now I should note that I didn't directly advertise Shade with my ads. I only advertised to the Wolves, but because they're both in the same release, I think a lot of the traffic that I got to Shade was from my ads even though that wasn't the song in the ads themselves. But I also think a lot of the traffic I got was from Release Radar and my built-in follower base of almost 10,000 followers now on Spotify. Growing those followers over the past year and a half really has come in handy, I think, with this release. Shade is now up to uh, 16 popularity score and made it to 14 on the eve of hopefully when we would generally get that release radar pump on the, the Friday after release. And then if we come down to, to the wolves, this is where popularity sort of gets interesting. And uh, I'm learning about this a little bit. I have two lines here. The first one is for the single, which was the existing release of to the wolves. And the second one here is for the EP version, which is the one that just came out. So if we look at that, uh, the single started out on the day of release was originally at a popularity score of 13. And over the past uh, two weeks, it has gone up to a popularity score of 15. You can see that an existing release is very difficult to move the needle on in terms of popularity because it's already got a bunch of data and you're competing with that already existing data of performance history. But the new one started at zero, as you would expect, and then very rapidly jumped up to 17 and almost made it to a popularity score of 20 which would have allowed us to uh, hopefully get that release radar push. But unfortunately, we did miss it a little bit. Uh, over the following week, we made it up to a popularity score of 21. So now we're in a position where we could potentially get a release radar bump, but because we missed it in that first week, I don't expect to see a significant one. Now that we've looked at this data in here, we see the popularity score. Uh, let's move over to Facebook ads and I'll show you exactly how I promoted this release so that you can have a better understanding of why these numbers kind of are the way that they are. Here we are in Facebook. Now, the way I promoted this release was kind of a test across the board. I used a lot of the same things that I've done in the past, but with some small tweaks. In the week leading up to the release, because I already had To The Wolves out as a song, I thought, well, I'll go ahead and just test some ads for the song so I can whittle down the sections of the song that work best in the ads, and then I won't have to test as many ads on the day of release with the new release. So I started with this ad set here, Wolves Top 9, and I ran six ads. And as you can see in here, the one that did the best for these uh, was Drop 1 at uh, 16 cents and 139 uh, views content. But the one that was the cheapest was Chorus 1 here at 9 cents. I took the top three ads of these and dumped them into my actual release campaign, which we'll move to in a second. But if we go back here to the ad set level, 
I'll hit edit on this. We'll scroll down here. You can see that I ran it for a week, Friday before release to Friday of release. I capped the spend so I wouldn't eat up all my budget inside my growth campaign. And then I only targeted these countries. Uh, the top uh, English-speaking countries globally, with the exception of Ireland, which I accidentally left out. And then the top five countries that were not English-speaking that have uh, traditionally performed the best for me, according to Spotify for artists. Then I narrowed for Spotify and uh, further narrowed for these three uh, categories. And then I only used Instagram stories placements because that's what's been working best for me lately. So that's what I ran for the week leading up to release. And I used the data that I got from there to sort of craft my release campaign. So I did two ad sets inside my release campaign here. One was a targeted ad set, which is exactly the same targeting as the ad set from my growth campaign. And I used the top three performing ads from that campaign with one exception. The original ads, if we go back here, we'll go all the way through to the ad level here. We'll go to this chorus ad and we'll click edit. Have the original cover art for the song to the wolves back when I originally released it. But if we go back to the release campaign, I used the exact same audio, but I changed the cover art to match the new cover art of the new release. So what I did is I figured out which sections of the song worked audio wise. Then I made that subtle shift in the visual to make the ads for the new release. So I used the top three ads for this ad set. And then I used the top three ads for this ad set. And what I did is I went through a system like I always do to determine which one of these ad sets is the best and then which ad inside of the best ad set is the best. And what I ended up landing on was the lookalike ad set performing the best at both the cheapest and the most views content. And I determined that the chorus, chorus one was the ad that won at 20 cents per view content and 830 views content throughout the week. And as I said before, inside of this one, I used the exact same targeting that I did before. Uh, the same locations in the sort of test run-up ad set and the same breakdown there. And then with the lookalike, I used my lookalike and my custom audience for my song Hero that has been running for a very long time in my Spotify growth campaign because that's the custom and lookalike combination that has the most data for me. And I thought I would test it against the cold targeting. Now, truth be told, I did not expect this one to win. I thought the cold targeting would win. So this was a pleasant surprise. So in running this growth campaign, I determined the ad set and the ad that worked the best. But there's another thing that I did slightly differently than I've done in the past. And I don't know if I'll do it again. At the campaign level, rather than front loading this campaign at $50 a day for three days and then backing it down, I just set a lifetime budget for it at $250 for an entire week for seven days. So in theory, it would split it up to about 40 bucks a day. But in reality, what it did is it fluctuated based on what Facebook thought would be the most productive days of ad spend, which I think is why we see this bump here, if we go to releases, in the middle of the week. This is when we got the most amount of ad spend on this Wednesday, rather than the most amount of ad spend on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of release. So I'm not sure I'll do it this way again, but I wanted to test it just to see what would happen. And this is what happened. The last step I took in my advertising for this song is after the week of this Spotify release campaign, I took that lookalike ad set and the chorus one ad, the best combination of the release campaign. And then I dumped it back into my growth campaign. And that's this one right here. So you can see, we just have the one ad here 
It's been performing at uh, 14 cents on average, 268 views content through February 4th. And that one is set up pretty much exactly like the one from uh, the original campaign, the release campaign, with the exception that I created an additional custom and lookalike ad set here for uh, To the Wolves, the single ad that is done the best, which is the chorus of the release campaign. And then I uh, updated my targeting a little bit to include all of these countries and just narrowed for Spotify. And again, just Instagram stories placements. So this is how I promoted my release dark to the wolves. The thing that I tested that I think sort of bit me is doing the lifetime uh, budget at the campaign level for my release campaign of $250 rather than doing it $50 a day for the first three days and then bringing it down. The next time around when I release my next song in this waterfall cycle, I'll probably make some adjustments there. Outside of that and outside of not getting that release radar push, I do consider this a success. I'm glad that I uh, took the initiative to warm things up initially to figure out which ads worked, which uh, sections of the song worked the best. That gave me fewer options to split test on release day. And I'm also happy with the amount of organic traffic I feel like I got from Release Radar on Spotify as a result of my built-in follower base. Now, if you have questions about this release, make sure to hit me up in the comments and ask, or you can hop over to our brand new Discord uh, for Dupree X, which is our music marketing Discord for this channel. And I will leave a link to that in the description of this video. Come ask questions, come share your experience, come talk to other people in the community, and let's learn about marketing our music together. And before I let you go, if you don't subscribe to the channel, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And at the end here, got a couple other videos you can check out. And as always, thanks for watching, and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.